Welcome to the Premium Finance Show. Interviews and insights from industry professionals, helping you use financed insurance to provide tax-free withdrawals and extended estate protection. The Premium Finance Show is brought to you by your podcast team, where having your own podcast is as easy as being a guest on ours. Find out more at yourpodcast.team. Now here's your host, John McDonough. Hi, welcome to the Premium Finance Show. My name is John McDonough, and today we're talking to Leif Hartwig, the CEO and founder of Wealth VP. Leaf draws on nearly 30 years of experience in the software startups and financial services industry to bring Wealth VP to the market, which helps match companies looking to raise capital and accredited investors looking for quality companies to invest in. We touch on that subject, the need and the problem in the industry, and how it all fits in with Cool Springs. You do not want to miss this episode, so let's get to the show. Welcome to this version of the Premium Finance Show. Today, I've got Leif Hartwig. Leif Hartwig is the CEO and founder of Wealth VP. Leif draws on over 30 years of experience in the software startups and financial services industries. Currently, Leif is the founder and CEO, as I mentioned, of Wealth Venture Partners Incorporated, a platform designed to match qualified companies with private investors. In fact, one periodical newspaper said a platform is considered to be match.com for companies seeking investors. We'll talk more about that. But in the past, Mr. Hartwig built enterprise software companies, including SquadPod, a SaaS company. Leaf also founded and launched TrueQuest Corporation, a corporate coaching program that helped generate billion, billions of dollars in revenues for companies, including State Farm, Nationwide, and Prudential. Additionally, Leaf raised over $200 million from private investors. He's earned the Sterling Award in Scottsdale as the best small business in 2017 and the prestigious Aragon Award for best innovative software collaboration company in the U.S. in 2016. Leaf served as chairman of the board of the American Heart Association in Tucson and as a board member of the Tucson Medical Foundation. Leaf has a bachelor's of science degree in business administration from the University of Arizona. Leaf, welcome to the Premium Finance Show. John, thanks for having me. Really excited to have you on. As as I know, and I hope the listeners come to learn, Wealth VP. When I first met you, and I asked you kind of to describe the program or the company to me, you said, "Think of it this way: think of it as AngelList meets Match.com." And from right there. <laughs> <laughs> right there, you had me. So, can you kind of give the listeners an understanding of Wealth VP before we go any further? Yeah, I, I'd love to. I, I, I think first I'd like to explain what the problem was, how we even came up with the company. What I realized in helping companies get funded, help matching high net worth individuals and family offices to to great opportunities, is it came to me that this multi trillion dollar business, and, and we're talking multi trillion per year investing going into to these great kind of middle market companies is all word of mouth. Can you imagine? And how does a family office or a, a, a high net worth individual find them? It's, it's, believe it or not, it's typically an uncle here that has a suggestion or a CPA or someone else, and they, they uh, get excited about the idea and get into the investment. As opposed to 
taking a look at outside their network and outside their geographical area, what what companies would be best to invest in and 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 uh, taking a look at dozens, if not hundreds of different companies that want to come out. So so at that time when when I recognized that this whole process was word of mouth and hasn't been digitized yet, we set out to to connect people online through our platform and that would create great value. And and I think the other other thing that is is near and dear to my heart is that we saw about 90% of the the private companies out there, and these are good companies and revenues that are run very well, go under because of the lack of capital. So it's really two sides to the market. And so when I was when I was single, and I'm not now newly married this year, I, I found that I was I was on these dating services prior to that. And <laughs> I noticed, well, there's a lot of similarities, right, John, that 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 people want to match with each other, and it's a technology that's been used for many years. And how can you filter through if you're an investor and say, yeah, I'd like a, a fintech company or I'd like a medical company or or I'd, I, I have a special interest in veterans or minorities and, and would like to find the best company out there for you know, my family and for my investments. And so that's what we did is we put a bunch of filters and algorithms together and and now we've got a platform that, that um, matches those two entities very well together. And uh, yeah. Uh, so that's basically the offering. No, and it's it's. A, I was gonna add. I I don't know what that's like. So congratulations on being newly married. I've been married to the, to my wife now for seventeen years, high school sweethearts, and really before the tech boom, the online dating you know took off. But I do hear from friends and acquaintances how difficult it is to find in in the dating world the proper match. How are you overcoming that problem? How are you, you, your users, both on the raise, the money, the capital side, seeking capital, and then on the, the investor side, looking for proper, how are you solving that issue for them? Well, what a great question, because we spent over a year just surveying the market and doing our due diligence of what, what is that uh, company? What is, what is that entity that investors are interested in? And, and pretty much universally, it was we want quality companies, which means that we've all heard of crowdfunding, and and that has been wonderfully digitized. I think the average investment going in is less than a thousand dollars, and you get these companies that are either an idea stage or seed stage, and people will put a little money in into those. But that's not what the true investor wants. They want companies that that have a chance to grow into many millions of dollars and maybe even become a unicorn and a billion dollar valuation. And so the first thing that we did, the first question that was asked by those those investors that wanted to be on is what's the quality of the companies that you represent? And and so we're in what I like to call the middle market, crowdfunding being the bottom, public companies, IPOs, those things being the top. And the middle middle market companies are those really solid companies that are raising a million dollars or more that need some serious money. And so, so we get our we set some filters of they have to have a, a certain degree of success and a certain amount of money raised, and then they have a a, a large market. So we we won't represent local dry cleaners or pet shops or those kind of things, but those that can can grow to you know, a very large concern. So quality is is number one with companies. The, the second thing that we saw investors want, and it was really just these top two things that they were looking for, is they wanted to be able to communicate to each other. 
you know, it's out, out there in the world when you when you achieve that level of success, you don't know others that do that. And and so you want to get involved in syndicates or joint ventures and you want to be able to talk with each other. So so our first launch is in in as you mentioned, kind of this thing we love to talk about, the match.com of matching companies with with investors. But secondarily, we're building out the platform to expand to it to become more of a LinkedIn in community that doesn't have all the vendors and all those, but you can can collaborate collaborate and communicate with those peers and 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 develop meaningful relationships, whether that is in investments or beyond. You know, that's an important point that you bring up because we all remember the early days of LinkedIn when in its truest utopian form, it genuinely was networking. Now it's just a glorified sales, you know, platform. As soon as you connect with somebody, the robot kicks in and within a half a second later, you've got a, a welcome, you know, message from them and they're asking you to buy something from them or they're, they're telling, telling you how much they can help you and they don't even know you. It's really irritating. I mean, it's a very lazy way of sales, but that I digress onto the LinkedIn platform right now, but we all do it because it's really the only digital quote unquote, you can't see my air quotes, networking platform for business <laughs> owners. So that's really refreshing that you have the second phase of this is creating a true collab idea exchange, you know, none of this glorified sales rooms. Yeah, you're creating value for your members of, of your website. Exactly. And and so what we've done is we've we've designed the platform to protect investors first. So for instance, if uh, companies can search investors, but they can't communicate with them and, unless they get an okay, it's all right. So they would send out an interest and the investor would look and say, hey, this company looks pretty good. Let's open a chat conversation. And if they don't, they can just uh, deny that so they're not hit up by you know a million people. And then an interesting play that's come out that we've seen is that venture capital companies have wanted to get on the platform. And, and not so much for the deal flow because they get a lot of deal flow, but they're interested in, in showing investors their their funds that might be a specialty fund and as uh, we all know when you group when you group companies together you reduce your risk right just like your business reducing risk mm-hmm. and, and and through insurance and so so we're we're adding probably a, and this is this is coming up here in the next month or so but a kind of a triangular effect we're going to call it the wealth bp triangle that not only do we match great private companies high end investors because that's what they want but we found that that they also want to have these specialty funds and and something unique that maybe they've never seen before as well. And so that's, it's I, I like to think of it as a win-win-win situation for everybody. That's so interesting. So to kind of bring this around, I'm a member of Vistage. I'm a big believer in Vistage. And I think you yourself have a background in Vistage. And in some of my in lots of my Vistage meetings on a monthly basis, you know, the topic of conversation, if it's not an HR driven topic, which there's lots of that going on right now because of the virus and how to handle it and what to do, what not to do with the man, with the vaccines, so on and so forth. But what most of the conversations geared around is one of two things, either employee retention, how do you reward, retain, you know, compensate fairly these really high flying 
people in your firm. And obviously I get really excited when those conversations come up because that's right in the wheelhouse of Cool Springs and our strategies and designs. But the other thing is the exit, right? The business exit. Most of our Vistage members and most business owners, they start a business because they're good at it. But the ultimate plan is to exit the business in some capacity, sell it, pass it on, but some liquidity event to take place. And that's where I got really excited about, you know, Wealth VP. And then when I think about beyond Vistage, there's, you know, Tiger 21 and Tiger 21, which you may or may not be familiar with. I bet you are Leaf, but, you know, for those listeners, really it's, individuals of a certain business owners of a certain investable net worth get together and talk about deals <laughs> and, and what yeah, you're no, doing. No, I'm very familiar with them. Wonderful. Yeah. And you're bringing it all together on, on your platform with wealthy wealth VP. Yeah. We've had some conversations with tiger 21 and, um, and I, I love what they're doing, but again, it's, it's an extension. Uh, it's, it's the, kind of the analog or the in-person version of what we do, bringing great opportunities to, you know, to incredible people and successful entrepreneurs and, and investors. And, and so we're not going to replace that. I, I think it's important to know that, that I believe the workplace, for instance, should be a combination of, of uh, you know, people working out of their homes and in person. And I think that investments, we're, we're the matchmakers. We introduce people. My sister actually met a guy on Match.com and got married. And one of the bigger tech guys here in town did the same thing. But that that doesn't uh, replace, hey, let's go out to dinner. You know, let's 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 understand your business more. And so so um, we're a part of this incredible market that is is growing astronomically. They I, I like to tell people that that these private companies that have grown so much that that back in 2014, uh, a woman from Cowboy Ventures coined the phrase unicorn, which meant a private company worth over a billion dollars. And back in 2014-ish, there was about 39 of those. Fast forward to today, there's over 700 private companies worth over a billion dollars. And you can just imagine how many are worth a half a billion, probably Mm -hmm. thousands, right? Mm-hmm. So the markets have grown, but yet if you were to Google the unicorn list and look down that list, my guess is you wouldn't recognize 80% of those companies. And so as investors, as, as private investors, wouldn't it be nice to have insight into these wonderful companies and being in the greatest country in the world, producing these incredible entrepreneurs, they're not seen. And you can't, you can't get this information from, let's say, a uh, this you know analytical company like PitchBook that scrapes the internet because they're just not on the internet. So we help to provide this this service not only to investors but but help you know America continue to grow as the number one entrepreneurial co- country in the world and and help these entrepreneurs grow where where really they they're not fundraisers or capital raisers but they're they do what they know best and so we're, we're hoping you know from that sense to uh, create some great value for the U.S. and increase employment, do all all those nice things. And that's really where our visions are aligned because as you help these entrepreneurs who you're right, they are not fundraisers. They're, they're, They're good at what they do. They're exceptionally good at what they do. And it really becomes a distraction to raise money, get capital, 
bring in investors. So you're doing a service there. And as they become better entrepreneurs, their businesses grow. And as their businesses grow, they hire more people, more Americans going to work, which then comes into the vision of what Cool Springs has, which is helping every working American retire with dignity. And so when we can get successful businesses that have good, strong EBITDAs, good, solid revenues, employing lots of people, and then implementing the Cool Springs design to help them retire with dignity. I mean, that really is what this is all about. It's, it's truly an exciting vision to think about. Just a lot of work to get there. <laughs> we got a long way to go <laughs> to get to that You know, point. we do. And, and, you know, but I think all of us, your listeners, as well as you, at the end of our lives, if we can look back and say that we made a difference in the world, then then I think we can you know, have some comfort in that. And I think you and I, when we first started talking together, you know, the attraction was values and character. And, and we try to, not try to, we exude that in our company culture. And, you know, in a, in a prior life, as you mentioned earlier, I was a uh, a senior VP for what is now RBC Wealth Management. And I, I, I help people, really mostly professionals, retire with dignity and, and have their money work for them as opposed to them working for their money. And a big part of, and this, you know, um, you know unselfishly is a little advertisement for Cool Springs because I, I love the concept that, that as I taught a, a, a class for about eight years, an extended university class, postgraduate, to mostly professionals, it was called investment tax and estate planning, and and it, new to me back then. But the the lawyers that came up that said the the best way to fund your estate tax issues was through life insurance, which of course was kind of counterintuitive to me. Mm-hmm. And but I I quickly learned that that I think any estate planner or their salt lawyer is is going to promote that. And the travesty, I'm going to kind of link this back to my platform, is the travesty of entrepreneurs that work a lifetime to build their wealth and are taxed as long as they go, they get taxed again. And many times have to sell their business, depending on how large it is, uh, to pay estate taxes. And so they're unable to pass this great asset down to the next generation or generations beyond. So... I think you know we 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 both are in different businesses, but our objectives are to to help these folks that we work with, big and small, to to not only achieve their goals, but at the next level. How do you have multi generational wealth, and how do you do that? So that that's why I'm you know supporting you a thousand percent because it just is such Absolutely. a need, and most people don't know. Absolutely. And there's lots of overlap. I mean, you you work with RIAs, registered investment advisors, family offices, high net worth individuals, law firms, investment banks, as do we. Right. And and we're in the small to mid-sized market for, for privately held businesses, which is the market that you're in, especially when they're looking to grow to raise capital and they don't know where to go. And their network is, like you said, talking to Uncle Joe isn't necessarily going to get you access to. Five million, ten million, a hundred million dollars of capital with the structure that you want, and on the flip side of that, it's those individuals looking for investment opportunities outside of the typical, you know, S and P five hundred Vanguard index. Right? This is this is a different space, but our our clientele, 
our, our people and our lives are very much intertwined with one another. And thank you for the, the Cool Springs pitch because I'll, I'm going to shamelessly give one back to you. <laughs> I am, <laughs> I am, and it's, and it's my podcast, so we can do that. So I am very much interested in seeing my clients' companies expand and grow for two reasons. Number one, they hire more people, so it helps everybody when more people are working. Number number two, my clients ultimately make more money because capitalism can be a very good thing when put to good use for very good people. Capitalism works. And so as my clients become more successful, they raise more money, their companies get bigger, they employ more people, they gain more wealth, and thus the need for our designs become that much more magnified. The multitude of the benefit is, is, is huge, right? As you mentioned, if you have someone who owns 100% of a company and they have a liquidity event and they walk away with 50, 75, 100 million dollars plus, not to mention these unicorns that you mentioned. Yes, that's a tremendous event. And then you've got estate planning issues that you're now facing that you've never faced before because it was just a fictional dollar. Your company's worth X, but it's on paper until you actually sell it, right? Or until you pass away and the IRS wants you to realize it. So you bring up a very, very, very good point. Well, thanks. And, and you know, I, I think, you know, I, I don't know about you, but I'm, I'm seeing some tremendous uh, changes. You know, we're in this politically crazy world. And I, I, you know, no matter what side of the fence you're on, I, I think we can all agree to that. And, and yet the people I talk to that have worked you know, their lifetime to build a business. It's, it's not based on that craziness. It's based on hard work. It's based on values. It's based on family. It's, it, it is, it, it, it's all about what I like to think of as America. And so one of our goals, and, and I think yours too, is that, that we want to help the, these companies grow and also help those people that already made it and have turned into maybe a family office where, where they're now, uh, their business is running, their family uh, succeed. And I, I, I spoke to a, an RIA, president of RIA the other day, and he was with a multi-billion family office for the weekend with 30 members. And he, he took a look at their, their outside investments and they saw they had a number of direct investments that they had found somewhere. And he compared those to, and they had done it non-professionally, but they compared those to venture or equity funds or to investments that have, have been direct investments that were more professionally selected. And what they found was a dramatic uh, uh, increase in return towards the professional or, or those investments that, that were more vetted. Mm-hmm. And so I, I think that, that there's a desire with most of uh, family offices and high net worth people to to help these companies grow. In fact, if you look at the data, there's two main reasons why high end investors invest in a in a private company. Number one is they want to make money, but number two, and it's really close, is they want to help. They want to feel a part of something, and so we just want to help them make the best selection upfront as to what what gives them the maybe the greatest probability of success at the same time fulfilling their needs to to help out this entrepreneurial community that they belong to. 
Well, and if I just read the mission statement that you guys have written down, and I'm going to read it verbatim right here. The Wealth VP mission is to build a world-class investment community that matches companies, investors, and private equity deals with one another. Wealth VP mission to eliminate the boundaries of demographics, pitch nights, and confinements of traditional word-of-mouth networking and will positively affect millions of entrepreneurs, employees, and investors for a better future. I mean, that's really well thought out. And everything that you said speaks directly to that. So you are very much lined with the mission of the company. So congratulations on that. Yeah. Well, um, gee, you know, it, it's, it's amazing because it's been some time since I've written that. And it's nice to be, you know, continue to be aligned with, the, with that, that purpose or that mission. I'm also looking here, and you mentioned it at the onset, the problem, and you can tell me if these data points are, are need to be updated, but there are currently 5 million private companies in the U.S. seeking capital with an additional 500,000 new startups a month, 500,000 startups a month coming to market, the most in history. Most will fail for lack of funding. Yeah, you know, when you start a new company, the you you're not going to be successful unless you solve a problem. Okay, so any of those out there listening and and including yourself, John, when you when you start a business and you're struggling at first because that's what we do. What keeps you up at night? It's gosh, am I am I going to be able to make my mortgage? Can I keep my employees there? Am I going to be able to grow the company? So I've often heard it said that cash is like oxygen to small businesses. Oh, I, I, I so agree with that, that uh, especially when you want to grow your business. And you had mentioned 500,000 new uh, startups a month, and, and that's uh, the literature that's been out the last uh, few months. And there's 30,000 small, 30, excuse me, 30 million plus small businesses in the U.S. Most of those are one and two person operations, and many of those want to grow. But, but uh, again, the information out there says 5 million of them are seeking capital and want to grow. Uh, and and how many of those will go under without our help and and good companies that may make a difference in our lives come up with some medical product that could help us live longer or make our jobs easier or or give us an opportunity to grow our own businesses through their their technology and without this oxygen without without the capital they're not going to be able to do it what i've noticed in talking to hundreds and hundreds of startups out there is is they they just don't know how to present either. They, they're not good at, <laughs> at fundraising. So what we've done in our platform is we guide them through a process where they will submit a presentation deck that some of them have never done before. Um, have an executive summary, either a, a full one or one pager. Have a pro forma to talk about where they're going to spend their money and, and what are their revenue forecasts. And and then for each founder or each executive, they post these their information on our platform, but also put those into LinkedIn, which is great. Yeah, and then yeah. divide their category up. What category are they raising money for? So so you can gain the interest of those people that are out there. But and and if you or your other uh, listeners have not been on a dating service before, this is very similar. So the technology is one that people have used, and and I really I've said this to dating services, but if you think about it, isn't Amazon the same way? They they hook up customers with retailers and Airbnb, 
They do the same thing in Uber and, you know, many others have what's called left, right matching. So, so those people thinking about getting on the platform, it's, it's, there's no learning curve. You just jump on. And if you've ever been even on a Facebook or, or a LinkedIn, you get it right away. So, well, and that's, and that's what I was going to say, the left, right matching, you know, so there's the business side of it. And then you've got the accredited investor side. So like us, right. So there's right. The, the data right that I'm looking at says there's over 13 million accredited investors in the U S that are looking for some sort of potential deal flow, looking for quality companies. And most of that time it's restricted to, to, you know, we, like you said, friends and family, word of mouth, limited geographical opportunities. And you're exposing the entire industry of potential deals that, that are out there, not just specific to industry. That's a bad terminology, but the entire universe of potential deals that are out there. Yeah. And, and what we're doing is, is like any type of literature that talks about beginning as, as we are, you know, we launched earlier this year that we, we believe that U.S. companies are really the, the companies are a product right now, if you will. Investors will be both in the U.S. and abroad. And I think that that's, that's an advantage to the U.S. company. If, if people can't find deal flow here in the U.S., can you imagine those, those investors that are overseas that want to come in? And uh, they, they really don't even have a network. And then when we build the community, we think that investors are going to want to expand their their network, not only to other investors and successful entrepreneurs in the U.S., but also around the world, because we are, you know, as, as some book written many years ago said, the earth is flat. I think it's getting more and more so these days. So <laughs> so that's that's our hope. It's definitely a connected world. That's for sure. And congratulations on on finding the need, identifying the need and creating a solution that's done in a trusted way where you know the integrity is there on both the the company side looking for capital raise and on the investor side looking for quality companies to invest in and the, the companies looking for quality investors. So congratulations on on setting that up. So what would you say to the skeptic? You know, it's, it's too good to be true because I deal with that all the time in premium finance, especially our Cool Springs design. Sounds too good to be true. Can't work this way. Why have I never heard of it? How come more people aren't doing it? So how do you address the skeptics to the success and, and how useful Wealth VP can be? Yeah. So so how, how I look at, at this whole market, it's become so huge. And I think it's, you know, maybe one of the best kept secrets out there that private markets with these these companies is, is so robust. In fact, they tell us more money, 2.7 trillion is going into the private markets last year, and in the public markets only 2.2 trillion. So, you know, it's not, it's not, the secret is there's no secret, it's it's happening out there. And so, so we want to provide a service that won't be the only service, there'll be other companies out there that will, will be helping connect you. And we see that all the time, but we want to provide this, this service that is, is very interesting because any of, of you out there that have invested in a, in a venture capital or private equity or used another company, that company likes to take a back end of the deal, right? They, they want to introduce you and they want to make their money by, uh, by a fee typically, and then they also want to take part of the 
the private company that they're representing. Mm-hmm. And this is what incubators do and accelerators and, and, and other private companies. We don't do that. So we're offering a different approach that may or may not be for everybody. So if the skeptics don't want to join them, then uh, they have other alternatives. But we charge just a monthly fee, both to companies and to uh, investors. And we do the matching that way. And then, so we, we truly lie, you know, outside the securities uh, regulations because we're not a broker dealer. We're not a venture capital company. And, and you're not a part of the deal. It's time for that. And we're not a part of the deal. So I think that's refreshing to a lot of people that, that we don't have that biased towards the companies that we represent, that we do filter them. We, we want great quality deals. But but truly, we're introducing these companies and these investors from a neutral standpoint. That's outstanding. And I, again, I'm so excited about this and the growth of this and the connectivity that's going to take place, especially. So let me let me be very selfish in how I say this, especially for the clients that we have at Cool Springs looking to grow their company, looking to bring capital in because the the rainbow, you know, the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow is that ultimate liquidity event and that that sell that we're all striving for. And this can help accelerate that. So I'm very, very excited. On the personal side, I'm excited from an investing standpoint because we do have ultra high net worth clients and high net worth clients looking for investment opportunities. And that's not the business that we're in. So knowing that they can go to WealthVP, a trusted site, that does it the right way. That's that's not you know trying to get in the middle of a deal to make a, a fee on the front end and a percentage on the back end. That's huge. And then let these accredited investors make the appropriate informed decisions on their own. So I'm very, very, very excited about that. So Leaf, if someone wanted to reach out to you to learn more about WealthVP as a company to raise or a potential investor to look for deals, how do they go about doing that? Well, our website is uh, wealthvp.com. So that's a real easy one. Uh, v is in Victor. Paul, it's uh, the longer name of our our uh, company is Wealth Venture Partners, but wealthvp.com. And then they can reach out to me personally at leaf at wealthvp, pretty easy, .com. And, and I'd love to talk to anybody out there that uh, has an interest and, and show you what we're all about and see if there's a fit. Awesome, Leaf. Thank you for your time today. I know I'll be seeing you the next time I'm in Scottsdale and we will talk soon. Fantastic. Thanks for having me on the show. And I wish you and and all your listeners great luck. All right. Thank you, Leaf. You're welcome. Goodbye. There we have it. Another great episode. Don't forget to check out the show notes at premiumfinanceshow.com. And you can find out more about all the ways we can help you at coolspringsfinancial.com. That's it for this episode. Have a great week and we'll talk to you next time.